Hey you guys, Desmond here and welcome back to the Unapologetically Honest Podcast. And today we are discussing the first Smackdown of 2020. So first things first, Happy New Year everybody. Hope everybody had a safe and fun New Year. Me, I stayed home this year. I had plans, but people I were going to go with got sick. So just end up staying home watching Disney+. Plus. So, like I said earlier, we are discussing today smackdown from just 30 minutes ago it just went off 30 minutes ago before we get too deep into this episode i would like to announce that i have found a co-host for my wrestling podcast well the wrestling part of this podcast we're working out how we're going to get things done with her so just give us some time she's a lovely girl i love her to pieces so i can't wait to get that started so smackdown We start off with the Daniel Bryan and the Miz talking backstage, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, I'm over, if you know me, I'm a huge fan of the Miz. But this just doesn't work for me. Like, I I get where they're trying to go with the storyline, but it's, it's really not working. And even the eventual, what happens a little bit later with the Miz, it still just didn't, it doesn't click, it doesn't work. I understand he lost to the uh, Fiend. I understand that the Fiend went into inside his house and messed with his children. But it just, I don't know, this this look doesn't feel right on The Miz, if I'm making any sense. And The Miz is all butthurt because he lost the match. She's like, but you won fair square. And blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Boy, hush. You're going to be put in the Royal Rumble match. You're going to have a nice little moment in there. Let's move on. But, yeah, I'm just, I don't know where this is going. And, like I said, we're going to get to it when we get to it. It throws somebody else in there now. Ugh. So, we get into the first match of the night. And that is Lacey Evans and Dana Brooks versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the Boss and Hood Connection, Sasha Banks. And the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley. So we start off with Sasha and Bayley coming out to the ring. And they're cutting a promo. And can I... (laughs) Bayley, I think this is the first promo I legit believed that she was a heel. All the other promos, it was like, oh, I'm a bad guy now. Arr, arr, arr. But I actually felt it this time. Either that or I'm just getting used to how bad her promo is. But I I really enjoyed it. I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, Bayley. Okay, Bayley? You're making me believe you for a second. And you know, Sasha's always great on the mic. You can't you give Sasha a mic and she'll give you a show, honey. But you know, they're still talking about Lacey's daughter, which I'm still kind of iffy about if that's okay or not. I'm, I don't like bringing kids involved. Like back in the day when Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio fought over Dominic, that just, that didn't sit right with me. I'm like, come on, y'all, that's a kid. And I was a kid at the time saying that was a kid. So anyway... They were doing their normal bit. Lacey Evans came out. And I wasn't sure if I was going to be here for a Lacey Evans face. But I am here for a face, Lacey Evans. Like, she came out. I love mid-sentence. She stopped to say, I love you too, hun. And went right back into the... (laughs) I'm like, come through. I live for little things like that. I really do. Um, She told them, you know, she's going to beat their butt. Keep her daughter's name out of her mouth, which I agree 1,000%. Then here comes Alexa Bliss and um, Nikki Cross, former women's tag team champions. 
And I love how Alex was like, why are we even in this match? <laughs> because honestly, I was thinking the same thing. And Nikki's like, so we can possibly get the titles back. Burr, burr, burr. Girl, come on. Yeah, I doubt if they'll ever get, I'm not going to say ever, but I doubt if they're going to be the next team to get a tag team title match. I would like to see, ooh, I would like to see Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville get a match. I think they are who I would like to see next against the Kabukis. Once Kyrie Sane gets all cleared and she's ready to go again, I would like to see uh, Fire and Desire. That's what they call them. Um, who else would I like to see? I'd like to see Chelsea and Deanna. Am I saying that girl's name right, Deanna? The ones who recently just got, uh, made the lateral move to Raw. I would be excited to see them. The hires. You know, I follow a few people. I'm sorry, I follow one person on Twitter who is completely obsessed with Aliyah. And, yeah. but I do like the hires team each year on my 2K game. I always download them and make them a team. So I would like to see them. Is there any other teams that just have to see go for the title? I was really excited for Charlotte and Natalia when they were teaming up for that hot second and then Natalia just disappeared. That irritated me. But I think as of right now with the teams that they have in WWE... I think that's it. I would love Nia Jax to return in here. Her and Tamina go for it. But Nia probably won't be ready until WrestleMania time or Rumble time. I forget which one that I read. I read so much wrestling information. I can't tell you. But anyway, they get into the match. And I enjoyed the match. There was a little, there was a few spots. <laughs> there was a few spots. But overall, good match. Um, Dana Brooke. Can can we talk about this little push Dana's getting? Because I'm living for every piece of it. I really am. And she is taking it and she is running with it. She is showing them what she can do. The uh, athleticism, y'all know what I mean, that the woman has is out of this world. And I just, I, I live for it. And I love how she got the pin. She got the pin for the first match of 2020. The first match of the new decade was won by Dana Brooke. Can you believe it? Three years ago, we would not have been saying that. <laughs> Let me quit. But I'm living for Dana Brooke. I love her new gear. I like the whole little flirty thing she got with Batista going. She's having she's having a great 2020 so far. Like, I wouldn't be mad if she won the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. I think that will be a nice little push for her. I would really like that for her. But yeah, that's later on down the road. <laughs> but anyway, um... Uh, Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans once because Lacey Evans hit the woman's right on Sasha. Then Dana came with the Swanton Bomb and it was just, it was beautiful. That was lovely. Um, after that, they just, they just kind of ran off. I was expecting like a little more after the match, but no. Um, let's see. What's next? Cole shows us what happened last week with Dolph Ziggler destroys Otis's fruitcake that he gave the Mandy. Like, I am living for this storyline between Mandy, Sonya, and Otis. I never thought I would say that. I am living for all of this. And then she goes up to Otis, and she's trying to apologize. And he's like, well, Mama uh, Mama uh, Otis didn't like the fact that he stepped on the cake and all the other stuff. It is really cute. And then Tucker comes up and says, hey, we got a match. 
And you think that match will be next. But no. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> uh, we then go to uh, The Miz and New Day in the backstage. And once again, Miz needs to get this freaking chip off of his shoulder. Like, come on. Bro. I know WWE is trying to continue a storyline, and I appreciate them. You know, appreciate them for trying. But this isn't in, honey. It's not. You need to. You should have left that in 2019. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kofi was congratulating him for having um, a good decade because they both had the same amount of title wins. But he's like, it's not about titles. It's about my family. Gar 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 gar. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I do this. Okay. Um, we then go to what's next? Elias. And I want to say this was the first time in a while Elias didn't get interrupted in the middle of his song. And baby, the shots he threw at Dolph Ziggler's bad comedy. <laughs> King Corbin, uh, The Revival, and somebody else. Who was it? Oh, I didn't write it down. I think it was, was it? it was Shane. Oh, he said, take his ass to Raw. I was like, yes. God, we do not miss Shane McMahon. Vince, Triple H, Paul Heyman, all y'all them. If you're listening, um, please keep Shane McMahon off my television. He could be backstage doing him, his mom, his dad, sister. I don't care what he's doing. Just keep him off of the television. I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> And then we go backstage where the Revival's all mad because they just heard what Elias just said. Shorty G came up and said, hey, blah, 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 I'm short, blah, 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 I'm the best, blah, blah, blah. You know, everybody should be like me and accept who they really are, which I love the message. I really do. But the gear, I'm just so distracted by his gear. Why? Why? Who, who okayed that gear? Maybe if I was if I was Vince or something, hey, what is that? And I know they're trying to be funny because it's like a basketball type set and he's short. I get where they're going, but they're doing it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, he challenges, uh, is it Dash or the other one? I think it's Dash. We're going to say Dash. Uh, oh, yeah, it is Dash. Okay. Next we have Shorty G versus Dash. Yeah, decent match. It didn't last too long. I was expecting it to last a lot longer than what it did. That that it lasted maybe what three minutes tops. So we is this a divas match from 2006? Like what's going on? But anyway, uh, he tapped out to the angle lock. I mean ankle lock. I'm sorry, ankle lock. Um, and then you know they jumped to him, and then Sheamus returns. Oh, I've been waiting for Sheamus to return for so long. Huge Sheamus fan. Have been from the jump. Like, give the man all the gold right now. His pale self. Yes. And he comes out, and it looked like he was going to attack the Revival, but the Revival ran out, and I'm like, well, this is unclimatic. And then next thing you know, boom. Big boot to Shorty G. I almost called him Chad Gable. Um, and I'm like, okay, so we're getting Hill Sheamus. It was a nice little moment. It really was. I enjoyed it. Um, and then we went to Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. Once again, match wasn't too long. They got in, did what they had to do. 
Um, I believe Kofi rolled him up because Kofi did win, but he rolled up the Miz. Like I said, three, four minutes tops. There were some short matches tonight. Like the first match of the night and the last. Excuse me, burping. Hello. The first match of the night and the last match of the night got some time. But all the other matches, like boom, 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 boom. You know, real quick. We were like, all right, we got to get through these. And I just, I hate where Kofi is right now. And I like how um, Corey Graves mentioned that people tend to forget that he was a WWE champion. WWE champion. And now he's just like, what the hell? Like, what is that? Like, that, that doesn't make me happy at all. Like, I don't understand. Like, what? Why? WWE, why? Vince, why? I forget who's over SmackDown. I really do. But why? You could have put him in such a... He didn't be WWE champion again, but like put him in a, a dominant role in the Intercontinental um, Championship run. Like, don't get me wrong. He's an amazing tag team. And honestly, I feel like if Xavier wouldn't have torn his Achilles, that's probably what they wouldn't have done. That's probably what they would have done. But they had to adjust because of the injury. And I get that. But people... And it just seems like WWE just don't care that he used to be a champion. It kind of reminds me what they did to Jinder Mahal after he lost his title. Granted, he should have never won it. But afterwards, what did Jinder do after that? He Now, he had some good stuff in the 24-7 title. I'll give him that. That was some... Especially uh, the whole pinned him before he got on the plane. Then he got pinned on the plane while he was sleeping. Live for every piece of that. The golf course, live it. But... Yeah, like, ugh. Ugh, let's move on. I'm sorry. I can't do this. Anyway, we go on break. We come back. And Kathy, is that her name? The blonde one? She's trying to get an interview with um, The Miz. And when she goes to the door, she... When she opens it, John freaking Morrison, the slow-mo king, opened the door. And the crowd was so... Can we talk about how bad the crowd was tonight? Baby, were they sleeping the whole night? They were like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Like, well, where, where's the energy? Especially when um John Morrison opened that door. They got a woo. I'm like, a woo? I'm going to need y'all to cheer. This has been many years in the making. I am so glad he is back. But I hate that they wasted the moment there. You know what I'm talking about? Like, what, what was that about? Like, we can wait till the Royal Rumble and let him have his little moment there. Whatever. Um, then we have an interview with uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's talking about his title shot and how everybody goes crazy after facing The Fiend, which, if you look at it, is true. Finn Balor, heel. Seth Rollins, heel. Uh, who was the other one? Uh... Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. I feel like there's a third one and I forgot who it was. Oh, The Miz. Now a heel. Because, oh, I totally skipped over that. I am so sorry. After Kofi Kingston's match with The Miz, he jumps him. And he starts yelling at the crowd and he's going back heel. But like I was saying, every person who has faced The Fiend went heel except for Daniel Bryan. He uh, was rejuvenated. He Rewind time about 10 years. Looks like he hasn't aged. I really, if, if that's what being a vegan is, honey, let me go get me a, a, some broccoli. Baby. Because it really looked like 
time was we run, we run for him, and it was just it's amazing. If the, like I said, give me some broccoli. Um, next is Otis versus Drew Gulak. Um, it was okay. I think out of all the matches throughout the night, I think this was my least favorite. And then I don't like. I, oh, I hate the storyline of, oh, Mandy will never love you because you're fat. That's basically what they were saying. And I'm like, come on, WWE. There's so, there's so many things they could have pulled on, but they went the fat route. It's annoying. And, but I, like I said earlier, I'm interested in this rivalry. And it, it, I just hated that Drew and, um, what's that other dude name? Boy, what's that boy name? Dolph Ziggler. Want to talk about some weight? <laughs> Come on. But anyway, he did the um the thing off the second rope. Vader did it. I don't know what the name of that move was. We're just gonna say the Vader move, and he won, rightfully deserved. Um, next, then we have Braun Strowman versus Cesaro. It went longer than what I thought it would. I really thought that was gonna be a wham bam, thank you, ma'am, and move on. Honestly, I really wish it would have been Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn. Especially with him returning last week, I think it would have been good. But I'm glad it was Cesaro. Cesaro comes off real impressive. Baby, he, he was not backing down from Braun. Baby, I was I was like, come on, uh, Cesaro. And thank God he stopped wearing those capris. I was so confused by those capris. I didn't get it. I really didn't. I'm like, but what? If you know where I work, that would have been funny. <laughs> so, I'm glad he's back to the trunk. I like his new logo, though, because I saw it on Twitter earlier today. I like that new logo. And I like how they call him the Wrestling Purist or something like that. I like that. I'm interested to see where they go with that. Um, after the match, uh, Braun Strowman won. He hit his little uh, super power slam situation. Um <laughs> I'm so well educated in wrestling moves as you can see. Um, <laughs> afterwards, Shinsuke Nakamura hit him with the Kinshata. I think I said that right. Don't know. Don't care. Um, and I wasn't intrigued about their feud until now. I think this was a good, a good way to rejuvenate it, to make people care. Now I care, and I can't wait for the Royal Rumble. But are we ready for Braun Strowman to become the Intercontinental Champion? Are they going to screw him and somehow have Shinsuke win? You know what I'm saying? And try to push out this storyline for a little bit longer. Who knows? Hmm. Hmm. Excuse me, y'all. It is way past my bedtime. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, so, he... We go to break and we come back and it's time for the main event. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. What the hell was that? It started off good. It started off good. Everybody's going. It's a nice little match. I'm intrigued. We get the laugh, the Bray Wyatt laugh and everybody's looking around. We go to commercial. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm liking where we going. This is awesome. We come back. You know, they're wrestling. Everything's going good. And then, the lights go out. The Fiend comes out and attacks Bray Wyatt. Not Bray Wyatt. Lord, it is Bray Wyatt. He attacks Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler? Why am I naming everybody but who I'm supposed to be naming? He then 
attacked Daniel Bryan. There we go. Jesus. But there was no disqualification. Like, wait a minute. The match should be over. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, I'm like, come on, Jessica, because that's the name of the referee who was um, doing the match. And I'm like, come on, ma'am. Uh, this is a disqualification. He hit him. Then he threw him through the barricade. And then afterwards... I'm guessing the match is over, but, like, there was no bail to let us know that the match was over. Like, I hate when little things like that. Like, come on. Get, we know the rules. Quit trying to change them. Anyway. So, after he gets attacked, they, uh, he throws him to the barricade. He hits him with the mandible call twice, actually. Um, it was actually a nice little attack. I, I, I was intrigued. I was just pissed that... Jessica didn't call for the bell. I'm like, come on now. Ring the bell. The match is over. DQ. And then the match is continuing. And Corey Graves is like, well, the match is still going on. I'm like, wait, what? No, the match is over. Period. So Ziggler is trying. They're trying to chain him down again. They're getting the dog food out. And then all of a sudden, the Usos music hit. Baby, this was a night of returns. I was gagged. I was like, Jimmy. Jay on SmackDown, which makes me think, you know, they normally keep couples together. And back there in the draft, they drafted Naomi to Raw. So are they going to keep them separated or is Naomi coming back to SmackDown? We'll have to wait and see, but I'm intrigued. I was really happy to hear their music. I was confused at first. I'm like, wait, why are they here? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they're Roman's cousins. Duh. Use your noggin, Desmond. <laughs> so they come out, do what they gotta do. Ain't missed a beat. Ain't missed a beat. Ain't seen them in like six months. And ain't missed a beat. I'm like, come on, Usos. I just hope they don't get thrown back into the tag team picture just yet. I want them to be like with Roman helping them. And then maybe at the Royal Rumble, go after the New Day. I think that'll be fun. But my thing is, I'm so tired of the New Day. And I'm so tired of the Usos always having the belt. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't like the Revival, but I was excited to see them as champions. I was really excited for the team of Shorty G and Mustafa Ali. I'm like, okay, we're building a team here. I can dig it. Heavy machinery. Like, come on. Like, there's so many teams they have, and they keep shitting on the tag team division. And it's so freaking stupid. They have the talent, but yet they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Oh, yeah, 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 that's good. Come on. Like, come on. Put in some work. You have it. Use it. I'm sorry. Let me get off my little soapbox here. Um, Afterwards, you know, they have a nice little moment in the ring, and they're like, yeah, whoop, 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 whoop. So the Usos and Roman Reigns are standing there like, yeah, we're unstoppable, you know, doing their little... Samoan rock thingy, the I love you situation, situation, situation. Overall, I enjoyed SmackDown. There was a few moments I'm like, what is going on here? Why are we doing this? But overall, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, they can't fix everything overnight, but I can see them trying, and I appreciate that. And I, I, I really did enjoy it. I'm sorry, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really want to touch on. The only thing is, uh, next week they announced Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans, which was originally announced for tonight, but for some reason they pushed it back. 
So this is how I want this to go down. This could possibly main event. They probably won't. You know, they love putting Roman in the main event, girl. Like, okay. If it don't, but anyway, I like this. Have Lacey win, and this gives her the number one contendership match to where she faces Bayley at the Royal Rumble for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I want Lacey to win it. I know. I said it. I said it. I want Lacey to win the championship. When her and Becky were having her mom, their moment, I'm like, please get Lacey off of my screen. I just feel like they pushed her in that feud too quick. Like, if they would have gave her time to develop and then throw into it, like this Lacey we're getting now, oh, yeah, I'm like, yes, take that title from Becky. But now, mm-mm. That was not what it was, but she went down. She did what she had to do. She got better. She's she's everything I need, and I need her as the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's champion, not championship. I would love for her to win. I would love to see it. And I'm sitting here thinking, because I try to stay away from uh, the rumor videos about who's going to win the big matches. I used to love following that stuff and be like, oh, then your brain's going to win the way around and stuff like that. Now, I, I'm like, you know, I would like to be surprised, and i like to sit here and make a guess. So, I'm going to make my guess as of now. It might change by the time Royal Rumble comes. But my guess as of now, I think the men's Royal Rumble match is going to be won. Ugh, I don't want to say this name, but I think Roman Reigns is going to win. If not him, Cain Velasquez. Okay. Yes, have him come in. Oh, I watched his match that he had uh, before he got to WWE uh, in Mexico at Lucha Underground. I think that was the name of the promotion. Don't quote me on that. And for him to be a big dude, he was doing stuff that the Luchadors and the High Flyers do. So if they give us that, Cain Velasquez, oh my God. I'll be on the floor gagging, literally gagged on the ground. And for the women's, I don't know. I think Shayna Baszler is going to win it. She just lost the NXT Women's Championship. I feel like she's going to stay off the air until Royal Rumble. She's going to win the Royal Rumble. Then challenge Becky at WrestleMania. Will it main event? I don't think so. But it will be the match of the night. I think if Roman does win, I think they're going to give him the main event. You know, because it's him. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like Becky versus Shayna will be the match of the night. And I'm super excited to see it. Oh, I'm ready to see it. Also, I want to say this. This is kind of out there. But I feel like sometime in 2020, I'm hoping during WrestleMania season, Lay Cool reunites and they challenge for the Women's Tag Team Championships. I'm saying it now. I really wanted it last year. I feel like 2020 is going to be the year because they keep teasing it on Twitter. I'm like, y'all quit playing with my emotions. Ooh, would they win, though? I would love to because in my eyes, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of women tag teams, but they were a tag team. They were flawless, and it, everyone hated them, but I loved them. Like, everybody in my household was like, ugh, why they am I I love them. And my brother did as well. He was a big Michelle McCool fan. Layla, eh, he didn't really care for her. But he was a big Michelle McCool fan, so he, therefore he was a big Lay Cool fan. I would love to see them return. I really would. That's probably... That is... So I want to see Lay Cool return this year. I was hoping Stacey Keebler. 
But Stacy just announced like last month that she's pregnant. So that doesn't look like a possibility in 2020. <laughs> um, but is there anybody else in particular I just want to see return? Sting. You know, it's been a while. I w- Ooh, that'll be a nice surprise entry in the Royal Rumble if Sting comes in. Oh! Yes, give the lights go out. Mm. Yeah, give me Sting. Give me Sting. Um, is there anybody else in particular? I remember uh, a few weeks back, Ric Flair said he is clear to take bumps. So, like, I wouldn't be mad if he was in the Royal Rumble, even if it was for, like, two minutes and he was thrown out. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be mad about that. Oh, maybe he can come in at number two. Oh, wait, did he come in at number one or number two that year he won? He won it in 1992 because I remember the WWE Championship was on the line. Was he number one or number two? I think he was number two. No, he was number three. That's what he was. He was number three. And he ended up winning the whole thing. I think he was the first person to win from a low number like that. Legend. Iconic. Visionary. Ric Flair. I almost wooed for y'all, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, we're going to end this here before I ramble on. And I would love to... I will try to this weekend just to sit down and just discuss wrestling. You know, not review nothing. Just discuss what I love, what I don't love about wrestling. You know, stuff like that. What I want to see, what I don't want to say. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and end this here. Um, you can follow me on my social media at Desmond Tanner. Remember that O is actually a zero. That's on Twitter. And then on Instagram, is Simply Desmond. And if you don't know, I have a um, YouTube channel, Simply Desmond, where I play Sims. And I'm super excited. I'm actually getting back on that tomorrow. I took a little break for the holiday. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. And I will see you guys later. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Bye.